All right, Mark. In three weeks, we have the East of the River comic book collectible show in Enfield, Connecticut at the American Legion from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'm going to have tons of comic books, Mark. I'm very excited for this show. Yeah, it's going to be quite the adventure over at the American Legion Hall. They're on Route 5. Mission's only a dollar, but if you wanted to get there a little bit early, and get all the good deals and check all the cool stuff out before anyone else gets in their hands on it. You can show up at 9 a.m. for $3. So it's quite the thing. I know you're going to have, like you said, you're going to have a bunch of comics there. You're going to dig out all the best stuff you got. Yes. I'm actually, there. this time, I'm bringing nothing but comics. Um, nothing and, but comics. And I, have a, I got a lot of good ones that are, you Let's know. my comic more. book shop if I ever make one. Nothing, nothing but, comics. but comics. Well, this is Brian's nothing but comics. Yes. Uh, so I'm going to have two tables filled NBC, with NBC, I'm going to call it. Nothing but comics. Nothing but comics. So we hope to see you there in three weeks at East of the River Comic Book and Collectible Show. Yes, and from what I heard from Scott the other day, the man who puts the show on, he is sold out of Ender Space just about. So it's going to be a packed show with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, crazy stuff from the high end to the low end. Everything in between. East of the River Comic and Collectible Show, February 27th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Mission $1.00. American Legion, Legion, American Legion Hall, 566 Enfield Street in Enfield. So see you there. economics we're back it's another show it's another week it's another plaid shirt that brian's wearing how are you doing brian i'm doing I, I good think it's for the same shirt every week i think i could i have a, I own a lot shirt. of flannels i you own do have a lot of flannels i do you're the flannel man the flannel man yes flannel man i uh, got a lot to talk about this week mark oh man it um, stuff just keeps coming out and stuff keeps happening yes um i do I, I do want to start the show with two quick things. Okay. Uh, last week, you know, we talked about Tom Brady retiring. We did. And uh, it's funny because we got two comments from two people I used to work with, Chi Yes. And they probably only listened or watched because I put the word Tom Brady in the title. Now, more because they wanted to see you talk about or hear you talk about Tom Brady because they know you know nothing about sports. No, here, uh, this is what I want to talk about. Yeah. Last year, or when we started doing this, I said to you, Mark, I said, why don't you do a sports segment? Mm. And that lasted all of a week. And well, then, no, we did, I did it for a while. No, I did it for a couple not weeks. Very, not, not for very long. I said, Mark, what do you got for sports? And you're just like, uh, uh, nothing. And Well, it's hard to talk sports to someone who doesn't follow sports. Yeah, but I was saying you could still say what's going on in the sports world. Like, I know, but I talk about video games. Myself, basically, I talk about video basically. games, and I'm t- basically talking to myself because you know you could care less. But you could just say, "Hey, this happened," and I said to you, "You should do a sports segment." But uh, I could try to happen. revitalize it. It is Super Bowl week. Well, my question to you is, who do you think will win? 
Uh, I think we've had this conversation last week, but I'll uh, have it again. Good no, did pay we? attention to the show and listen to things I say. Did we? This is why we kid up nice things. We talked about um, Tom Brady. I, we might no, have. You did ask me this last week, but that's fine. I'll say it again. Say it again. Uh, my, my brain says the Rams, my heart says the Bengals. Well, the Bengals do have that hit song, Walk Like an Egyptian. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. Walk Like an Egyptian. So being a, being a 40-year-old white, are you excited for the halftime show? I don't even know who is in the halftime show. Really? That's how, how have you I, not seen anything that deals with the halftime show? Is it the Foo Fighters? Because if it's the Foo it's Fighters. It's not the Foo Fighters. Well, it should they, be. Every year, it, it should, should be, be the, the Foo, Foo Fighters, Fighters. But it's not. Uh, it is, uh, you ready for this? Yeah. Sitting down. Uh, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and Kendrick Lamar. Who? Kendrick Who's Lamar. Kendrick? You know who Kendrick Lamar is. No, I don't. Well, what is he saying? He's a rapper. Yeah, but I don't know. He worked know. on the uh, the Black Panther soundtrack, didn't he? Wasn't he the one that did the Black Panther soundtrack for the weekend? Uh, see, I know who. I love the weekend. I know his, you new, his new album is really good. It's not Dua Lipa. You have no idea who it is. If it's not the weekend or Dua Lipa, I could care less. <laughs> you love all you some those, Dua Lipa. All those artists that you named, I know who they are other than Ken, Kendrick Lamar. Is that Kendrick a girl? Is that no, it's a, a guy. girl. It's, it's a guy. guy. I don't know who any, I, I know who they all are, but they're all past their prime. I don't well, understand how you, any of them this are is doing the Super Bowl. This is the shtick of it, I think. The, the Super Bowl is happening in Los Angeles. Okay. At SoFi Stadium. So I'm thinking they're going with the, the West Coast rapper, like California Love. That's type a Tupac of... reference. Yes, I know. But Dr. Know Dre was in that too. Yes, he was. Yeah. So they're going with like that like era. They're trying okay. to like. Bring it back? Not bring it back, but pay homage to it, you know? And uh... Okay. I had no idea who was in it until just yes. now. I I mean, unless Snoop Dogg shows up in a Springfield Indians jersey during the halftime show, I will not be happy. I mean, I like Snoop Dogg. Like, I like him as a person, and I like some of his older songs, but... There's going to be a lot of edits. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't know anything he's done recently that's good. Um, I don't think they're aiming for the what's going on recently. I think Eminem, I could give or take. I could care less about him. Um, well, I think that just he comes with Dr. Dre. I think Dr. A, Dre is buy one get one kind of deal. Is the puppet Dr. master? Eminem. Yeah, Dr. Dre is the one who yeah uh, put these people out there. Yeah. I mean, same thing with Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige too. I think they're all Dr. Dre. Yeah, branch offs. So I Mary think J. Blige like, is good. She's good. Yeah, so um, I think I, Dr. Dre is the uh, the main right, and the other ones are like the ancillary connections. I mean, I think out of all of them, Mary J. Blige is probably the one i would be the most excited to see if just mm. giving me you're you're giving me these options and out of I mean, all it's only, that it's Mary also only it's only about like what 15 minutes yeah roughly. it's like 15 20 minutes right yeah yeah, yeah. so i i if it's on whatever. i'll end up watching it as i mean hey I uh, pitbull and ice cube can play the nascar race pitbull i can't why can't what? dr dre you you haven't seen this no uh, NASCAR raced inside the uh, LA Coliseum over the weekend. They built a racetrack on on top of the football field. 
Wow. I mean, a quarter mile racetrack. Uh, they called the, the Bush Light Clash at the Coliseum. That's what it was called. Interesting. Usually it's yeah. at Daytona or other tracks, like the pre-season, like, exhibition race. Like, get yeah. ready for the season. Here's, like, their pre- pre-season all-star event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so Pitbull owns, is a part owner of one of the cars in NASCAR now. Has been for the past couple of years. So they uh, are having, they did like a pre-show concert and Pitbull did that for like 45 minutes. And then during the main event of the event, they had like a 275 lap segments. So they did like a halftime show kind of thing. Mm, yeah. And they had Ice Cube perform. Seems very odd. You think it'd be like a country star. I think they were, because it's in LA. Yeah. So I think they're, Again, like the NFL's doing, I think they're trying to pander to the to the people. Yeah, or what they think is pandering to the audience <laughs> out there that they're into ice yeah. cubes still, I guess. Mm, interesting. They're d- diversifying. I yeah, but yeah. I like I realized I don't know any ice cube songs when I was listening to them perform. I'm like, I don't I, think I, I recognize any of these songs that you're singing. I know Ice Cube as NWA Ice Cube, but not. I, as the entertainer like, yeah. and as NWA, but I don't know. I don't know him his own stuff. No, no. So interesting, interesting. But yeah. So that was the, uh, and they had a DJ playing every caution. They had a DJ mixing. Wow. This is spinning. big for, this is like NASCAR, really. This is like, this is, this reminds me of like when a bar is about to close, they, they add trivia nights. And yeah. trivia nights. Yeah. This is NASCAR going. Dude, we really got to really get the younger audience involved. Because well, they're the trying to, our initiative besides of just trying to make the, make things more accessible. They're trying to get a younger audience in there. We're trying to get, I think, like a more diverse audience is what yes. they're aiming for. Well, they've yeah. always tried to do that. Yeah. They have. Yeah. I don't know if it's working, but I give them. I mean, it was a good show, time. which is what the race was. It's not like, yeah, they weren't. Yeah wasn't for points or anything it was just a show it was like a big right. promotional event to yeah promote the season like watch our races it's like an all-star game right yeah it's exactly like, yeah, yeah just for fun just for every fun. commercial was a different track promoting their race yeah so it was like Speaking a good way to of, get the word out kind of thing com- commercials the new lord of the rings tv show trailer will be during super bowl which i'm very excited to see i'm assuming yeah um i know how much it costs for a 30 second ad during the commercial during the super bowl it's always something ridiculous seven million dollars yeah for a 30 second ad yeah to be a lot of cryptocurrency bud light commercials yeah doritos commercials you know as a young person when i would hear that i'd be like oh my god it's such a lot of money now that I'm 42 and you say that, it doesn't phase me at all. Like, I'm not impressed. It's still a lot of money. It is. But at the same time. It's kind of a waste of money in my It's opinion. a waste of fucking money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, like, I, think it's, it's, I think it's what you're trying to say is when you're young, it's like crazy. Like, I can't believe they're like, yeah. now you're older. You're like, why are they wasting money on 30 seconds? Because you can put that ad on YouTube right now and monetize an ad. Yeah. Make money off the ad. So yeah. people have to watch an ad. Probably make the 70, 77 million if you did it right. Yeah. And you could spend that money better. So if I could so. see one more commercial for Invisalign on YouTube. Good Lord. Good Lord. Um, but yeah, interesting. Um, 
let's move on, Mark. How was your week? I know we saw each other over the weekend to we play did. a board game. What's the name yes, of the, the board game again? The King's Dilemma. Now, for people who listen to our show or are watching us right now, the King's Dilemma is a lot. It's a living board game. It's a legacy game, is what it's called. Yeah, legacy living. It it continues. Yeah. Until you complete it, there's a storyline. Most games, but yes. But it's not in one sitting. Like a board. No, game no, it's not that kind of game where you. Right, can it's play living. It. It's, so like our to, names are in it and everything. Yeah, you it's can cool. play you uh, minimum from talking to John. Because I was trying to learn more about the game itself to be able to tell other people about it. Because other people have asked about it that. And I'm like, I have no idea what this, I, I can't explain it to you. Um, so it's like I said, a legacy game. Uh, you can only play through it once and you can't, it's, there's no replay to the game. Right. Uh, you have to play a minimum of 15 hours is the minimum you play to finish the actual game itself. It's depending because you know, what's the minimum. It's you like you have to play at least 15 hours. Yeah. Because uh, you play in rounds. Yeah. And we're putting, we you can only play council. five people. It has to be five people. You can't play less. You can't play more. So, right. Right. Um, it's a live it, it. So, we're the council of different areas. We, yes. we choose the rules, these things that are happening. Yeah. Brian plays unlocks- a very terrible part of the council. Well, we all play weird. I mean, you have to, you're playing the game. I don't know why you're obsessed with that. That's just how the game is supposed to be played. Whatever the card tells me how I should play the game. If I want to win, that's how I got to play the game, my friend. Yeah. Um, so anyway, each person represents something and you have to play to get points uh, each round. And we're the council and we debate how something should be voted on. Yeah. And you can pass like our friend Jeremy who passes constantly. All the time. I don't think he votes um, anything. No. And it just, you you realize, wow, well, politics is the same way because this is yeah. why things never get done because yes. people like Hutzel don't want to put their... Well, it happens when like the the majority doesn't initiate anything and it's like a minority vote, basically. Like it yeah. ends up being two people deciding a major issue. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, or you get stuck having to decide on an issue you don't want to have to deal with because right. no one else puts forth any effort. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's a great game. Yeah. Um, I guess um, they're working on a sequel, Johnson, called yes, The Queen's the, Dilemma. The Queen's Dilemma, which we'll probably play next. We have probably like one or two more sessions in us. Yeah. Now, I, I agree with John that we should have our cell phones upstairs. And then not on upstairs, top, but I mean, I think away it's from us, not yeah. in our hands. No, but I, I my cutoff is midnight, man. I, I know you're an old man now, dude. I honestly, hang. when when Dan said one, and I said out loud, I am so fucking tired. And Dan's like, one more round. I could tell you nothing about that last round. I kept, I know you sleep. couldn't because you were passed out, dude. John kept slapping me in the legs. He's like go, giving me the high. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Like my body was just being used. And you in the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> You're like moving. Dude, I am tired. I am tired. Like, so midnight should be really our cutoff. Like between midnight yeah. one, I can't function, dude. And it ruins my whole Sunday. Yeah, the whole I next day. Like I was zonked all day Sunday. I can't do that shit. So yeah. uh, if we play again, 
if it hits one o'clock, I'm just leaving. I'm just gonna go. I'm done. Well, I think I'm like out of here. Like we decided, we, we talked about. It. I think if we make a midnight cutoff, we'll be fine. We should. Yeah, that's what it should be because it's like I said. I also have a twenty-minute drive home, so it's not like you know. Right. And, and it was quite the experience driving home on Saturday. So if we meet there at five, there's like a huge police presence on Route Five by uh, Jimmy's. Jimmy's. But why yeah. would you be past Jimmy's? You go the opposite. I went that way. I went the highway back. But the highway's that way. Why would you go left or you go right? The highway's right there. You you went the long way, my friend. No, out yes. of Huttles. Out of Huttles, do you take a right? You can get on ninety one. Uh, no, north. I didn't go back through the 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 neighborhoods. I just go right up the top of the street, take a left, go down to Route Five, and then go that way. All, all I'm saying is, when you get to Route Five, you can take a right. I know, but the I'm saying I can see it from the intersection. I could see the police cars all gathered in front of Jimmy's. So you didn't pass it? No. Well, I passed it as in like I saw it in the distance and went the opposite direction. All right. That's because I was like confused. I'm like, why would you go opposite way? I drove no, no. by and yeah, there was cops at Jimmy's. Um, and then I went to go onto the highway down by the, the hotel there. By yeah. The Fairfield. As I'm going around the ramp to get onto the highway, there's this headlights like in the middle of the the field there. I'm like, what the hell? The cop? And I slowed down. No, a car had driven, missed the exit completely. Oh, it was almost up the hill, like pointing yeah. up the hill towards the mine ramp. And it was just sitting there. And like their people were like climbing out of that car. Uh, and there was like a couple drunk. cars. Like it was all looked like fast and furious cars. Yeah. All, like parked on the ramp. And they were all like running out to go help them. And I'm like, oh it's, my gosh. It's dangerous to go out. Like, that get me out of here. Yeah. Like, Midnight is a good cutoff for us. I just yeah. like if we get there at five, we're playing by six. Yeah, plenty no, of freaking fine. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. plenty of time. I agree anyway, with you. I'm not arguing with you. I I highly recommend the game if you're into board games. Yeah, uh, check no, it out I, like it's one of those games where it's like as we're playing it this last time, I kind of started figuring out how to play. Finally, well, like how like to work it like my group like the house I'm playing and integrating it into like how the gameplay. Yeah. Cause then a simple game. No, it's, you have to like, a lot of I've rules. never played a legacy game like this before. So I don't a know. Lot how of rules. All, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it all works out and everything and how it all works, but I'm, I think I'm gradually like getting to figure out how to. What will happen is we'll totally get the game right when we're finishing it well that's what we'll i like thought about that too one. i feel like saying like i wonder if like i'd almost want to like play it like get the game again but make us all play different houses yeah but we got queen's dilemma to play i don't want to well, play it's not it coming again. out to like next year sometime i thought you said this year no 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 well, well it's still fun we could yeah do no that. it's fun i'm just saying it'd be nice because now like i know yeah, how to yeah, do yeah. it i know what i'm doing now right I think John said you can play it more than once. You can play, I think, like a couple times because there's enough stickers to play it like maybe three or four times and then that's it. I don't think I don't think it's a one and done. I think it might be a, a four and done, maybe. With that, because you would burn the whatever cards are already burned, you couldn't play them again. So you just yeah, have yeah. to play again, but without those cards. houses, or just yeah, play with yeah. those cards that are still available. Right. You could get the white out and put white out your names i think um but i yeah i don't yeah. know it's a good question for john yeah 
Um, other than that, Mark, how was your week? Anything uh, worth mentioning? I got a few things. But. Uh, yeah, I actually uh, just randomly looking for something to watch because it's kind of that weird time frame where the shows are coming out weekly. So we're not like getting like a bunch of shows to watch all at once. So I've had some downtime. And I've been like trying to figure out, I'm like, I just want to watch something. I haven't like, I want to watch a show that like I've heard about for years and never really got into give it a try, see how I like it. So, like I said on Saturday, I bit the bullet and uh, I started watching Attack on Titan. It's on Hulu. I'm watching the dubbed version. I know I'm being the uh, generic white and not watching the subtitled version. I just don't want to read. Why? I watched the dubbed version of Cowboy Bebop and the, the cast is amazing. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. I know. But I'm just saying, I know like it's just, yeah, I know there's a faction out there that's very much watch it the way it was aired. Yeah, whatever. Titles or whatever. They can bite me. Yeah. I just don't have the time to, like, I just want to sit and watch the show. I don't want to, like, yeah, go yeah. through a whole thing of trying to figure out who's saying what and all that stuff. Um, So I started watching it. I burned through the first season already. Wow. The first season's like 20 some odd episodes, 23 episodes, I think. Jesus Christ. Four episodes. What and they're I- short, they're only like half an hour. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When you zoom through the really long Japanese open they have at the front of it, it probably mocks out to about 15, 20 minutes. They always, I mean, Cowboy Bebop's got the best opening of all. Yeah, time. it does. And the ones for Attack on Titan is really cool. It's just, it's a long song version like extended like vox machina very long yeah yeah drawn out intro and they do like the recap at the beginning and that's like another couple minutes and they you know so it's yeah probably works out to about 15 18 minutes total right you can zoom through them pretty quickly but and i've always like when we do the when we used to go to the comic cons all the time see all the kids wearing the outfits and very popular everyone talking about it all the time so i was like all right i'll bite the bullet and i'll check this out i like it i'm annoyed by the the lead actor which i don't know which i'm gonna like try to find someone who watches the show if you do watch the show and you listen reach out to me i want i have questions i want them answered um i'm not a huge fan of the lead of the show i find him to be extremely annoying i don't know if that's just the dubbing the person they had dub the the lead actor's character but he seems extremely annoying i wanted like i don't yeah it's very strange but no so that's what i've been doing is watching attack on titan on moments when i'm not when i have time cool i the second season it's crazy to see because yeah. i guess they started in 2013 again yeah. i don't know if this is when it aired yeah it's a newer it's anime they did it's it a newer one yeah. yeah, so 2013, but then they didn't do the second season until 2017. So I don't know if it was kind of along the lines of the Cowboy Bebop situation where like they'd never, they weren't planning on doing it again. Like it didn't, like, I don't know. So it was a weird gap. But it's crazy to see the change in animation style from just 2013 to 2017. Like the animation like leaps and bounds. Because it goes from like four by three to sixteen by nine, basically. Mm, yeah. So. That's cool. Well, well keep yeah. us posted how uh, you know how you're yeah. uh, how it's going. Um, I I want to jump into Trigon because that's on Hulu, and I've always heard good things about it. What is Trigon? And it's another anime. 
I get that, but I'm saying like, what is it about? Uh, I think it's more in line with a bounty hunter sort of thing. I don't know. Okay. I, I've it's it's an anime I've always been interested in. So now that yeah. I've this I, is like I, the, the Tech and Titan. The more I'm watching it, it's like Jim Huttle said, it's basically like Walking Dead, but with just giants as opposed right. to zombies. Right, right, right. But as you get into the second season, it gets more like political intrigue stuff, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. So I have five episodes of the live action Cowboy Bebop show. Uh, I've been watching one a day. Um, mm. I got five more to watch this week. On my off days where there's not something new to watch, I've been watching yeah. one episode and I've been enjoying them. Um, I'm hoping to finish the ser- series by this week, this weekend, and maybe next Monday uh, we can talk about it. Um, I like talk about Cowboy Bebop. The live action show. Yes. Um, I still think the anime is way better, but I think yeah. I, mean, I that's, think the yeah. live action show has its moments of being good and it's enjoyable. And it because I miss those characters, this is my gateway to have those characters in my life. Exactly, so. that was my thing with it. And I think it's just I think the show suffered a lot from people wanting it to be the anime. Well, just they not. do remix a lot of the anime. They yeah. do take a yeah. lot um i don't 100 percent. i'm not a board 100 percent with Faye and how they portraying her i'm also not a hundred percent in how um uh jet is portrayed i don't like the whole his he's divorced and his wife yeah. is now going out with the sheriff and he has a daughter cop. yeah yeah and they he, he's looking for a toy i'm like no, that's it's like they so tried to, they tried to like, give him a they tried to connection. Him it felt like tr- it felt to me very traditional, yes. like cliche yes. story that the anime veered against. And yeah. if they had just kept that origin story the way the anime had it, I think it would have been better. They tried too hard to like force feed, like make it palatable for Western audience, westernized, which um, doesn't need to be. I think when it's clever, it's because it's copying the anime. Yes. When I think sometimes it falters is because they're trying to be original. It doesn't always yeah. hit. Yeah. I, I also, the reason I don't, I like the, the woman who's portraying Faye, the actress, I yes. think is really good. I think she's doing the best that she's given. I don't like the fact that they, Faye is only with them in the anime out of convenience, not because she likes them. It's the only person she ever bonds with is Spike. But in this, she's like, she's, you know, it's almost, you know, like a ragtag team. She's going to, you know. They, they they delve more into it as the season goes on. You'll yeah. find out more this week. I know. We'll I, I have five. Season. Yeah, I have five more episodes. Uh, it definitely, from watching it in my interpretation, is they were definitely setting up this first season as like the origin story season. Like, here's everyone's basic, like, intros. Yeah. And then the next season was supposed to be more of the weekly adventure stuff. Well, this is still weekly adventure. Every episode. I'm saying, but I think it adventure. was more like they were leading towards like a bigger, yeah. Thing. Well, happened. like I said, uh, let's say. And the first season does. Yeah, it gets. Let's gets put crazy. a pin. Let's put a pin yeah. in this, and, uh, and we'll come back next week. Um, also, real quickly. Um, I wrote everything down. Uh, I did see Jackass with my brothers on Friday. 
laughed yes. my ass. I have not laughed so hard at, in the theater probably since The Hangover or <laughs> the last Jackass movie. It was a decent crowd in there. And I, what, yeah, it was just an awesome movie. It felt good to just be in the theater with a bunch mm. of folks and just laugh your ass off. Um, ridiculous movie. It did win the box office over the weekend. Uh, Spider-Man knocking down to number two. Um, and Spider-Man's so close. It is like, um, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, but Jackass, a lot of fun. And the scary part is this is even before the push, like the second wave push that they're going to start doing. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is going to happen around the Super Bowl. I'm assuming there's going to be a commercial in the Super Bowl for it. Yeah, I, I believe so. Um, I worked on everything. Um, then one last thing. I want to bring up your least favorite Marvel movie, Internals. The reason I'm bringing up Internals, I, I just want to bring we're five minutes on the clock and we're going to go right now. I'll give you a three. Here, here we go. I'm at Target the other day and as a 42 year old white male i of course look for the toys i saw the yeah, r2d well. i saw the r2d2 i know you sent me a picture of it I that know. box is massive and it makes it feel like it's going to be a bigger r2 unit it's only a foot tall yeah but it i it, think it's just the, 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 the a lot, lot of pieces, pieces. you're right you're i see that box and i'm like there's no fucking way that thing's actually i know i saw the box too in the store and i was like yeah. it looks way bigger than it does. i want it 200 yeah. bones um, yeah i know yeah it's expensive um yeah. Anywho, the way Valentine's Day is coming. So. Right, it's her birthday though, so you that I know I gotta get boned. I get boned. Uh, you gotta I wait can for dream. Your, you gotta wait for dream. your birthday. Your birthday. Yeah. Uh, which is not that far away, Mark. So I mean, um, I, I even was like, I'm so like, because I know the other helmets that are coming. You're saying announced. Yeah, Mandalorian. I sent them to you, Mandalorian and the uh, uh, Rogue Five helmet, Red yeah. Five helmet. So yeah. like. Man, I gotta like pick and choose which ones I get when. Right. But I don't know if I can wait that long. So that's everything too. It's like I might just have to go get them myself. Like I said, but... check Target. They was going sale. I know. Um, anyway, so I'm, at, I'm I'm checking the toys out like I do, and they have a clearance section, and which is something new for Target. I haven't noticed this before. So mm. I'm like, oh, what's in clearance? And Eternals as, toys. I, as I look, every Eternals toy I see. All the internals, those big Marvel Legends balls, yeah, like 20, 20 bucks a pop. They're all the whole cast is there, yeah. And it got me thinking that I enjoyed the movie, the plot was okay. But as of February, after seeing this movie, what six months ago, yeah, five months ago, yeah, um, I can say that all those characters have left my mind. I yes. think none of those characters were that interesting. And I think it, overall, it, they were very bland. Every one of them was the blandest thing the, I've the ever seen. the fact of, I don't think any of them integrate into the bigger MCU. Well, they will be. But, like... They will be. But I don't, like, if they don't show up again, I'm not going to be, like, heartbroken about it. Well, they will. But here's my thing. I think they have a time to shine with better writing and it, with other characters around them. I think as a group, the internals together was just like, it should have just been the bland bunch because overall I could care less about any of them. None of them had any personality right. that was worth me watching. It didn't, none of them stood out. No. 
Angie and Jolie looked like she like didn't even want to be there. Like she was just there for a paycheck, basically. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's her character. But then again, Angie and Jolie just plays Angie and Jolie and everything. She doesn't have any acting talent. Yeah. So I don't. It is. It you know it's a one and done for me. Angelina I don't Jolie think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever rewatch that movie. I don't like the only thing it was for, and it's been long enough now. Or it's like all it was for basically was to reintroduce Blade as Ali in the uh, post credit scene and get uh, Black Knight out. Well, also we know that now we have a big uh, and and, and introduce slush- Harry Styles as Star Fox. No, but we have that thing. We have the which one we'll call it in the planet sticking out now. Eternal, yeah, the, the uh, celestial, the celestial, a dead but, celestial, and then well, it, it's is it dead or it's frozen? Either uh, way, we, we Either don't way. know. It could awaken. But then again, as I said after watching the, the movie, something like that's happening on the planet, and not one Avenger like leaps or bops about it. I, Mark, we all know that it will be brought up in a future movie. We know that. Will it though? It will. When? Like Doctor Strange. How far? Like Doctor Strange is going to be worrying about the multiverse of madness. Ant Man's worrying about quantum mania. Like none of these characters are going to be referencing anything that happened in Eternals. Probably. Come on, Mark. Someone will reference. Guardians of the Galaxy is probably the first one to mention anything. It's not even going to be about what that happened on Earth. It's going to be about Star Fox when they're off on the ship. I don't know. I think someone will make reference to it. There's no way. You know... It's got to be shoehorned in somehow. Someone's going to be like, oh, man, that was crazy when that Celestial came out of the planet. It's going to be on a TV news or something like that. Yeah, but it's going to be, like, not worth... Yeah, it... it I don't know. It but was man, one of the... Literally the biggest throwaway movie of all Marvel movies. You know? It's like, we just need to put these out so we can get them out there and people can say that we did it. I know those. To- I knew those toys weren't going to sell when I saw them at Walmart and Target. Who's going to play with them? What are you going to play? I know. What are you going to do with them? I know. <laughs> even even people who collect aren't buying them. They're well, just wants like a, a a bland Angelina Jolie character or any of them. It, like, I uh, name one character that was in that movie besides Angelina Jolie. Like, name any of their characters' names. I don't. I mean, you don't like. No one knows any of them. Was Ganesh a name? I don't know. Sure. If you say was, it, I'd probably I'd go with it. Was Sprite seven up? Yeah, Sprite was the girl, the young redheaded girl. But that's only because like I drank Sprite, so I remember the name. But besides that, like I like I don't know. Yeah. Superman was in it, right? No, fake Superman was in it. Fake Superman was in it. Icarus. The guy that was in Icarus. Wasn't that Icarus? Icarus? Yeah, yeah. But because he, he flew into the sun. So yes. what's the difference? He's his name dead. was Icarus. We knew we knew that was gonna. I mean, happen. I can't even tell you who's still alive. Besides, like I know he's dead. I know the dark-haired girl's still alive. That yeah. was dating uh, John Snow. Yeah. But then a celestial came and picked her up and took her away. Is Angela Jolie dead? Angela Jolie, I believe, is dead. But she went on the ship. So who knows? I don't know. Okay, five minutes is up. Let's move on. I can't. Um, I did the. I don't want to put any more effort into things. Anyway, about it. anyway, I just want to bring it up that I saw yes. the entire. So if you cast. want Eternals toys, now's the time to grab them. Target. Because uh, anyway. in twenty years, everyone's gonna be like looking for Eternals toys because it's gonna somehow make a lot of money because it's gonna be like one of those toys you can't find. Nobody cares about. This is a random Marvel movie that they made. All right, Mark. Let's jump into the news that will bring us right into our 
stuff we'd normally talk about. Um, okay. I'm going to do box office news real quick. Over the weekend, Jackass Forever, Moon, uh, Moonfall. Yes. And Moonfall kind of just beat out Spider-Man just by a, a hair uh, with 9.9 million, Spider-Man with 9.5 million, Scream, Sing 2. I can't tell you, I couldn't think of one person that would want to see that movie. Yeah, Moonfall. I, it looks horrible. It's like just a high-budget sci-fi, like the channel sci-fi movie. Like yeah, it's yeah. I just don't see it like... So, overall, I'm going to domestically, right now, we have Star Wars, Avengers, Avatar, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and mm. Spider-Man, No Way Home is very close to beating Avatar. I think that in maybe in one or two weekends, it will be the number three domestic Wow. Highest grossing movie of all time. It's be and, crazy. Yeah. Please beat Avatar. Worldwide. What does James Cameron do if Avatar 2 is terrible? I think they're going to be terrible. I don't think it's going to be as big as Avatar. Because they're supposedly shooting like two, three, four, five. Yeah. Like, he's shooting them all back to back. Yeah. But if two comes out and it's atrocious and no one goes and sees it. What do you do with three, four, and five? I don't know. You're James Cameron. Do you care? Probably not. I don't. I, don't, I guess um, not. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Oh, Disney, I would care. Sits at number six at the uh, worldwide, right behind Avengers, Infinity War, Star Wars, Titanic, Endgame, and Avatar. It could potentially beat Infinity War. It's a big one. If it can get to the two billion mark, then I think it it's going to get past Avatar, and that's it. That's where it'll plateau. If it beats Avatar, it has a potential beating of Force Awakens, but yeah. I think it's going to have a hard time beating Titanic and Endgame and Avatar. I think that might yes. it might be tough. Yeah. So that's what's going on in the box office uh, this morning. We had the Oscar twenty two nominations. I'm just going to give you the best picture yeah. really quickly. Belfast, Coda. Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story are all nominated for Best Picture. I've seen two out of all those. Um, one movie I really want to see is Nightmare Alley, which is a remake. Um, and it's on HBO Max right now. Um, and the rest... Oh, is that the Bradley Cooper... Gamal uh, Turturro movie? Yeah, yeah. It's a remake of an older, of an old movie night, called oh, okay. Nightmare Alley. Um, but it's supposed to be William Defoe's in it, Bradley Cooper. Um, yeah. It's, it's supposed to be, it looks really good. It looks interesting. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I, I definitely want to check it out. I will probably try to watch these movies, but I'm not going to watch West Side Story. <laughs> um, I am interested in Licorice Pizza. It does look good. PTA movie. Um and I don't know. The rest of it looks okay. It's kind of a weird year for movies because there wasn't was a whole lot. Drive My Car movie? What was that one you talking Drive about? Drive My Car. I don't even know what that is. I couldn't. I don't even know what that was. I don't know. Belfast. Fact, people Coda. like Don't Look Up still baffles me, but that's the whole year. I like it. Uh, Drive My Car. That's not a basis, though. You like everything. What does it matter? You're so obsessed. No. Um, you like everything. I don't like everything. Unless it's Transformers. You like I told it. you things I don't like. Um, 
So that was the Oscar stuff. We have to move on, Mark. We don't. We drive my car. An aging widowed actor seeks a chauffeur. The actor turns to his go-to mechanic, who ends up recommending a twenty-year-old girl. Despite their initial misgivings, a very special relationship develops between the two. It's I a think Japanese that, movie. I was about to say, I think it's a Japanese movie. Yeah. yeah. Or a Korean um, movie, whichever. Um, so, Marcus, we, we don't want this okay. show to go too long. Let's. Yes. Vox Machia dropped three episodes on it Amazon. Did. Um, really enjoyable. I'm enjoying this series. I kind of wish they just dropped two because when they dropped three, I kind of mush it all together and I couldn't tell you really what happened in each episode because well, the I first one was the, uh, the, 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 uh, aftermath of the whites. I guess that's what they're called. The ghoul characters, whatever they're ghosts, whatever they're called. Yeah. But I guess they're technically called whites. I asked John about it. Um, and I looked it up myself a little bit. Uh, so that's yeah, aftermath of that. And, uh, Pike takes off on her own to go, get the everlight right out and yeah. then the other group goes to whitestone to uh percy's hometown to take on the briarwoods yeah basically what the the whole the fourth episode basically is the trip to whitestone right and uh, who gets who gets bitten um uh val again gets bitten yeah. by the the terror dog whatever they're called i'm watching this going man when we were playing our campaign, this is the shit that we've happened to us. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's very like, you could definitely, it's cool too. Cause the way the story goes, you can see like basically the, how they rolled. Yeah. Like in the, that episode, the, they all jump off the cart, but the cart goes over the cliff. Their bag falls off the cart. And a piece of the thing is because someone couldn't do a saving throw to grab the bag in time. So right. the bag falls over the side. Yeah. 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 So it was like stuff like that. And then they, they, especially in the fifth episode, when they do the attack on the barracks to break out uh, the uh, dwarf, um, the front group goes in, no problems. The back door group spends the first half of the, the battle basically trying to break into the place and they can't get figured out, which means none of them could roll. They're all having a bad roll time. Right. Right. Even Percy tried to break in through window and fell out of the window because it's not his shtick. So totally. That was funny. And then like, you get to see like where the DM finally was like, we have to get you into this battle. I have yeah. to find a way to get you in here. So a random soldier empties a piss bucket out the back door throws it on top of them and that's how they get in so yeah. that was funny because it's like yeah you could see how like their actual campaign was going as they were doing it like yeah. you could see the aggravation because we've all been there trying to sneak in somewhere and you can't even get the door open or one of us decides to go and do their own thing yes for no apparent reason yes uh or separate the, the party yeah separate the party which is always a bad idea yes uh, but yeah, those were it was good. I'm I'm excited. Like a part of me would I want to watch them all like when we get to the last week and watch them all back to back before the yeah. final three. Because they do they go by quick. They go by quick. Well they're only like half an hour, so that's yeah. why they're like 20 minutes. So it's perfect. It actually works out better that they're in groups of three because it's basically like it's about an hour long show right. kind of. 
Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, Peacemaker this week, episode six. Fantastic episode. Holy crap. I so many awesome moments in this one with Eagly taking down the cops. Oh, and yeah. And the Swede, he is just the best, that actor. Yeah. When he has to pretend he's sad that the cops were killed. Yes. And he's just like, yes. And they did, after the credits, they did like, like a part where he's just like pre- trying to like get himself to be sad. And he's yeah. just like, oh, oh, oh. And he just starts laughing. Yeah, yeah. I was dying. Like, it, the show. Although the more that like I was watching that episode, oh, and then so at funny. the end of the episode where the, the butterflies attack the police station, and they're yeah. all walking, and they're all trying to figure out how to smile. Yeah, yeah. And I cut to him, and he does. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so good. How so has good. he not been approached about playing more things? Any kind of super villain, um, like a Joker or a, not a like not like, but any kind of those guys. Like, well, he is. He's in this like Hobgoblin. Like any of those characters, he'd be like, he's just as good as like. Oh God! Like this episode. I mean, the fact that we. I'm thinking. How's okay. he had them, had had more things? Like, how has he only been in these? Like, I've only ever seen him in Hell on Wheels and this. Like, I've never seen him do anything else. He could have been. I maybe stuff we haven't watched. I yeah. don't know. Um, this episode is interesting because the diary I thought might not happen, and then mm. they find it, and they're trying. He is on the side, on their side, the Swede. But once the yeah. the butterfly takes over. All bets are off. The diary yes. gets exposed. Peacemaker gets exposed. Well, because we find out the guy that's running Peacemakers uh, well, is a butterfly. Is a butterfly too. So he's like the anti to that group. He's yes. trying to stop uh, them. Stop them. So that's the how fight. he knows so much about them. Yeah. So um, that's why they're like trying to debunk him, basically. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, and it like it's got interesting man it was so good such a good episode yeah um i can't wait to see i mean i I think we have like two more episodes left yes seven Um, and eight yeah so um i think we'll we'll be able to talk more about that next week because well next week we'll talk more and get ready for the finale but we have the finale tomorrow for the book of bubba fat which uh, i think we should just jump into now Unless you have anything else to say, Peacemaker. I mean, no, Peacemaker. It's, like I'm it's setting up, it's setting up the last two episodes. So how they uh, do all this and try to uh, maneuver how they're they've set these things up. It's going to be interesting to see how that all turns out. Yeah, and this episode of Peacemaker was, you know, uh, between him and Vigilante. Vigilante saying, you know, what happened? We could kill people and be like, whatever. And it's Peacemaker, uh, Chris, him coming to terms with he this he, he's now seeing how the world sees him and he doesn't like that because he's all ego. I mean, when your ego is hurt like that, he's like, maybe I should change my ways because I don't yeah. want to be known as an actor. I think I'm, he thinks he's fighting justice the way it should be fought. But when reality hits him, he realizes that's not the case. That's not the well, way. Also, going back to uh, the uh, the Swede, I uh, looked him up on IMDb while we were talking, and uh, some other things you might know him from, Brian. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. I haven't played, played Wolfenstein 2 yet. All right, he played Horton Boone in that. 
he was also in this uh, show called Damnation. <clears throat> he was also in Far Cry 5 as the sheriff. He was in Far Cry 5? Earl Whitehorse. Wow. Maybe I didn't recognize his voice. Or maybe yeah, I yeah. did. Huh. Yeah. Now, 5 was took place in Montana, and it was about cult leaders. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I recognized his voice, but I didn't know it was him. Yeah. He's That's also cool. in the show Them, which is I've, just out last year. I've never seen that. Uh, Black Hat Man. The Black Hat Man. Oh, interesting. Um, he was in a show called Pure. I uh, was in a bunch of episodes of that. Uh, he's in. So he's done a lot. Uh, Chapel White. Chapel White. He's in a bunch of episodes of that. Uh, Peacemaker. He's going to be in Corner Office, which is a, coming out. Uh, a mini series coming out under the banner of heaven. And uh, he's going to be in a movie or something called The Guardian Angel. So, yeah. So he's, he's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think he's in stuff we just don't recognize him in because he's not, he doesn't look the way he does, you know. Well, yeah, or we don't watch any. I don't watch any. I didn't watch any of those shows, so. Yeah. Um, but he's a great actor. What's his name? Yeah, we should know. His name we is should... Christopher Heider Heiden Heyerdahl. Okay, Christopher Hi Hi Heyerdahl. Heyerdahl. Christopher Heyer. I'm trying to remember how to trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Okay. Christopher Heyerdahl. Well, now we know. Yeah, he's um, great actor. Yeah, um, he's good. He's a good villain. He, he plays is. a very good villain. Let's jump into the book of Bubba Fat. This episode was, dude, I got the Nanner chills. Boats. I got Nanner the chills. Boats. I got member berries. I oh man, got tears in my eye. The I'm craziest little, thing of this whole. I'm episode. a basic white bitch because this episode <laughs> killed me. I'm a basic white bitch. The craziest thing I found out after this episode was that Mark Hamill didn't do anything in this episode. He was not involved in this episode at all. Well, yeah, but his likeness is what was. Yes, but I mean, he himself didn't act at anything in this episode. It was episode. a different actor, and then they used yeah, It the was a stunt double who actually was the X-Wing pilot from the previous episode. Yeah. The younger X-Wing pilot. He's like the stunt double that they used to play. He's the body double for Luke Skywalker. Right. So he did the whole show, whole episode. And AI and what they did, did his is voice. they use this new program yeah. that uh, Industrial Light and Magic Lucas Films came up with. I can't remember the name of it right now. It's like Volo or something like that. And it takes every piece of audio you put into it and it then like can pump out whatever you type into it. Yeah. Script wise, it'll give you that wording. His, his, you know, visually stunning. His his voice didn't really have much infliction to it. Yeah. I think it could get better. Yeah. That was probably the weak part. I mean, yeah. visually, I was blown away. When he spoke, he was very monotone. Like, he yeah, didn't which get was excited. That, which actually worked out on their benefit because at the time He's a of yeah. Luke at that point, he, he is that anything. character. Yeah. And he is very monotone. He's very this minimal emotions. It, it wouldn't be old Luke when he's younger and he got excited. No, by exactly. Like, cause right. he's also at a point where this is right after he, he basically killed his father. Right. Where his father dies in front of him. Yeah. He just had the whole empire thing happen. It's really five years after that. 
So I heard a lot of people being like, oh, I can't believe they're putting Luke in, like making Luke out to be this way. And why does he have to like choose, make Grogu choose between? Because at this point, this is where Luke was. Luke was yeah. at this point where he thought he had to be hard edge Jedi guy and you can't do anything else. Like you have to be like going by the old ways of the Jedi because he had the books, which yeah. are in the the sequels, the, the new movies on the, the ones that are on the shelf in the tree. Yeah. He had those books in that rotunda thing he had. Yeah. Whatever the canopy thing he built or the robots built. So reading up on the Jedi, that's what he thinks. That's what you have to do. You have to like cut ties with everything and you have to only be a Jedi. You can't have any outside attachments. So, right. well, that's, he's going, see, he's, because he has no one, he has no one to tell him what's going what to on. Do. So he has to go yeah. by these books. And I think that's why The Last Jedi, I love that scene between him and Yoda. And Yoda, when, when the books were on fire, yeah. and Yoda just says to him, it's, you know what? The books were an outline. You yeah. know in your heart what you should be doing. Yes. Like it's not, it's internal. It's not coming from these sacred texts. You 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 yeah. held them too high. It's like you and, think that we went by just this one book. Like that's you think how we did everything. It's like right. we like it molds into different ways to do things. And yeah. Each and, person brings their own interpretation into it and expands it and I love changes that, how I mean, things happen. It's I love like, that scene between the two because that it, it it shows you where Luke was in this show, yeah. and yeah, that he is he's the monk. Jedi's yes. were the monks, you know, yes. meditating, becoming yeah. one with the Force, yeah. and he wants to teach others how to do so. And obviously, we know. Grogu, Not even just, and the thing is, is too, is like a thing of it is, is it shows, like you were saying, like we like talk about in Last Jedi with Yoda and all that, and they have that whole conversation. It shows how Luke. Is just trying to figure it out. Like he hasn't have the information because he, no one's ever taught him how Jedi's were before. Right. Like all he knows is the stories that have told about the Jedi's and how they were a certain way and everything. Yeah, we never. He has never seen Qui Gon, Obi Wan, all these Jedi acting the way that Jedi's acted. Right. His only conduit to that time frame right now is Ahsoka. And is if she doesn't give him anything, he doesn't have anything. So it's like he's yeah. learning, basically. As he's teaching. As he's teaching yeah. other people. Yeah. So it's and, there's it's a very. I mean, it's not even truly like it wouldn't even. And the more you think about it, and the more I watched the episode, I watched it a second time through because I was like, there's some things I knew I missed. But you kind of see how. Uh, he doesn't have like there's no. Like he's a teacher, he's teaching without having the knowledge. So he's not even really teaching, or he's wasn't really trying to make Jedi. Technically, it was like he was just making other people like him, basically. He was trying to force his knowledge of what he thought Jedi's were. Mark, I, I think what you're trying to say onto is like Ben and them. It's it's the difference between book smarts and street smarts. Yes, exactly. And, and Luke, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Luke is teaching by the book but yes. he has no he doesn't have much experience yes so it'd be like if i'm going to teach television to someone but i've never stepped foot on a studio yeah it'd be a very different if you taught the same class but yes. you come from that field so exactly. he he is coming from a book a book yeah. side of things and how he was 
this is how it should happen. Yes. Yeah. Very analytical, yeah. but he's not look. He doesn't have any. He he's he he. Every well, person that wanted to, the to thing teach him died. The thing you know? that's been brought up many times by many people, probably, and I've thought about it before. It's like Luke never really was a Jedi. He's never been a Jedi. The Jedi Order died when they tore down the temple. That was the last Jedi's. No one's ever gone and become a Jedi since then. Well, and neither is Luke. Like Luke never went through the Jedi trials and was actually named a Jedi. He's just Yoda the was the only, Yoda was the only one. The last Jedi basically was Yoda. Yeah, but Luke, I think I, I think if you go back to the originals, Yoda basically tells him, you know, well, I know what I'm saying, but he never actually like went force. through the whole right. process I'm saying. So he doesn't really know like how it all worked and how it everything like he never dealt with anything as a Jedi, right. like an actual I see assigned Jedi. So cool. it's like it's very interesting to see him in that time frame trying to figure out everything, trying to figure out how to do things, building the, the academy and trying to restart that whole thing. Right. And obviously he knows that Grogu, he he can sense that Grogu doesn't really he feels like there's a resistance that he doesn't want to be there. And that's yeah. why he gives him the choice. And obviously, we all know Grogu is going to go with Mandal with uh, is it Dim? I, I keep saying injured in, yeah, injured in. We know he's going to go with him because yes. that that would be the obvious choice. Because well, it would also can... be the out of having to. Uh, <laughs> I think someone put it online. Great, it bails Adam Driver out of killing Grogu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Adam Driver kills all the <laughs> students yeah. in yeah the new series, so it's like. Well, that gets him off the hook. He doesn't have to be the guy that has it hung on him of him being the guy that kills Grogu. I mean, also, we don't know that Luke, there could have been students that have come and left prior before oh, there Ben been Solo. A, yeah, there could so, have been. Because he was way older. Ton of, he, yeah, yeah. Ben, ben Solo could have come in later on in the Academy yeah. when people had already come and gone. 20, yeah. 30 years later on is when he, like, right. that'll happen. So, so Grogu could be there for 10 years or more yeah. and then leave and yeah. be spared. There could have been graduates of the Jedi, new Jedi Order, right. out and about somewhere that we don't know about. Right. Um, but I love the fact the way they integrated in all the different characters, like, are now, like, matching them into a whole story as opposed to just individual stories. Yeah. Like, bringing Ahsoka in and the way they did that was very nice. Like she's like the cool aunt to Luke. Mark, like, let's 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 talk about the big one though. The big the big reveal, the big the the big guy the uh Cad Bane. Yeah. What a scene that was, huh? Oh chills. Fantastic. As soon as I saw the outline, I was like, they're doing it. Now, I know who he is. I never watched the animated series, but I've seen his face a million times. Huge in the Clone Wars. He's a huge Clone Wars character. Dave Filoni basically invented him. He is one of the coolest bounty hunters. He is like the second coolest bounty hunter to Boba Fett, in my opinion. But no, isn't he attached to the Sith from what I read? No, no. He is just a bounty hunter. He is just a... Whoever pays him the most money, he'll work for. No, in, he uh, has Sith connections. He's a bounty he hunter. Does. He, he has does Sith have connections. Sith connections, but he's mainly uh, just whoever pays him the most money. In Bad Batch, he was hunting the Bad Batch because he was tasked 
by the Empire to find uh, Omega. So there's already a Boba Fett connection there. Um, so yeah, I don't. I the fact that they're using the same guy that does the voice is top notch because that's a he's an awesome voice. Yep, Ed Bane. But he was one of those characters that you like. I was hoping they'd bring in somehow sooner or later. But it was also like, oh god, I don't know if I want it to happen because if what it happened, if it's not what I pictured in my head. It was going to be like how he would look in live action. He looked good. Or as, looked. as live action as they could make him without, you know. But it was amazing. Um, do you think what's his name still alive? Yes. Yeah, you shot him in the arm. Yeah, I shot him in the arm. I think. And I have a theory on him. What? Which I don't know if I want to mention the theory because I don't know if it's. I keep wavering on it. You think he's going to show up for the final? Yes. Okay. Me too. The more I think about it, the more like I'm like been researching it, trying to figure out like hints and things and trying to see if there's they're setting up something. But I don't know if you read. Do you read the Star Wars Bounty Hunters comic? No, I, I, I mean, I might. The main try, character might of that in. comic is uh, Valance. He's a bounty hunter. Hence the name of the book. Uh, Bubba Fett's in that along with Bosk and all the big hitters ig 88 and uh Balkis and all the different Folam and uh dengar who they're all people people want to see show up in this next episode right um but anyway so and there's a bunch of other ones crimson dawn gets involved there's a whole thing uh but valance who's the main character of most of the series is uh was a uh imperial recruit around the same time as han solo so that's how they bring him in he's like a friend of han solo's from back when han solo was a imperial uh, tie fighter pilot and they were pals and all that kind of thing and then valance gets shot down gets injured they replace they bring him back basically turn him into an android Mm -hmm. so he gets a full like android body uh through the series Things have happened. He's been killed, brought back, you know, rebuilt by the Empire a couple times. Right now, he's basically a henchman of Darth Vader. But his look in the comic book, mm-hmm. his mannerisms, and the way he speaks very much, in my eyes, is very much the way Timothy Oliphant's character acts and emotes. Yeah. I know that the thing of him having Boba Fett's armor would be a like a, a thing of why would he need that? Yeah. If he's an android. But the more I think about it is his character doesn't want to be involved in the Empire. Hates right. the Empire. Is trying to find any way to get out of being in the Empire. Right. What a perfect way to hide out would be to randomly end up on Tatooine. I'm listening. And try to disguise yourself in Boba Fett's armor out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So you're saying there's a, that that could be happening. That he is an android. And that's why when he got shot, oh, he was like, and that's why he's such a good like gunfighter. Right. Because he's not human. He has 
Interesting. We will that a good prediction for the finale. The way he took out the pikes that quickly, and his the way he shot everybody like that. Yeah, like you wouldn't like living on Tatooine is just a random marshal. How would you get so good at? How would you be able to shoot like that unless you had right. some kind of training? Yeah. But their thing is online is he's a character from the books. I did look it up too. His character Cobb, whatever his last name is, um, is a character from the books that are now being brought back in the canon. And he was a slave who won his freedom and then decided to become a marshal out in the middle of this. This town is from the books. So I don't know. Hmm. But, I'll have to check out Bounty Hunter. Maybe I'll wait for a trade paperback. And oh, yeah. The, the, they just did the War of the Bounty Hunters, and the story was really good. And yeah. all involves uh, Boba Fett. It's basically the transition from Star Wars uh, being the end of uh, Empire Strikes Back, the comic. Mm-hmm. We're now transitioning from like in between, because it was at the beginning, was between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Then they reset back to issue one. Yeah. And now it's from uh, End of Empire Strikes Back to the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So the big beginning story for Bounty Hunters and War of the Bounty Hunters was Boba Fett taking Han Solo in the Carbonite from Cloud City to Tatooine to Jabba the Hutt. But in that transport, at a, when he was refueling somewhere... I gotta get wireless. Not get distracted by I gotta get wireless wires. Yes. So during that time frame, uh, Crimson Dawn steals Han Solo's uh, body in the carbonite. Yeah. And there's a whole storyline behind that and everything. So that's what they're dealing with the repercussions of that now, like the after effects of that whole story. So I'll have to. It's a really good book. I would suggest it if you're a Star Wars fan and you're into the bounty hunters. It's a good yeah. book to read. Well, I'm about to finish. Why the Last Man tonight? I'm literally nice. like, I'm so excited to finish it to see what happens. Um, but I think maybe I'll jump into that next. Um, Somebody hungry or something? What the heck? No, he's just he he's like, where were you? So I found you. So now I'm not going to leave you alone. And dinner time is not until tonight. So yeah, no, yeah. Um, Ellie's gotten to that point where she like does the the catchery. And then, like, all of a sudden, they'll just, like, make a noise and be like, I want attention now. And they'll just come yeah. down the cat tree and come to find you and just be like, you have to pet me now. Yeah. This is and how pet me for, like, four to five minutes. And then when I get bored with that, then I'm going to take off again and you won't see me for another four to five hours. I got to play with this guy every morning or every night because if I don't tire him out, it, He's he, up makes, all night. he makes my life a living hell at night. Yeah. I got to tire him out. Which one is this one now? Who's this? This is this is Fidget. This is Fidget. He's, he's a young. He's, he's Fidget a, the midget. He's only two years old. He's going on See, three that's what, years. Ellie's only like a year and a half, so she's the same way. Like if I don't keep her busy at night, she just like runs dead yeah. sprints around the house. Yeah, yeah. They get the the zoomies. Yes. They go. They go nuts because yes. they're night. They're night animals. They like yes. to be up all night. She doesn't jump um, on the desk yet. She's gotten to the point I have like a little bar stool next to my chair that I put up, right up and put next to the desk that she'll hop up on and sit on while I'm yeah. working. That's about it. She doesn't come up on the table or anything yet. I've tried to keep her off the. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
So now um, once that happens, that's going to be the thing. She'll just lay on the table in front of me. So. Yeah, you got to watch your keyboard. Yeah. They always press all the buttons at oh, once. Yeah. And then your computer's fucked. Yeah. yeah. Believe yeah. me, I've been there. Yeah. Like, what did you do? And they like, I don't they know. Detonated, they detonated like some Yeah, missile. they started nuclear war. war. Yeah, I don't know. Want to play a game? Yes. Yes. Um, I mean. But yeah, so it was a great episode. It, I know we delved really deep into it and went off the rails there for a bit, but uh it was it was great we didn't see bubba fett more he didn't say anything all he did was nod his head at din and that was it you know what though that is his character normally he yeah. doesn't have to talk if he no. why why do you why do we need to have him reiterate what she is yeah. saying and the great thing i've seen in a lot of places a lot of people complaining about how it's not mandalorian show or not the bubba fett show anymore it's the book of bubba fett it's telling this story of what happened to Bubba Fett after last Sarlacc pit. Yeah. And after the Sarlacc pit, finishing up that part of his story. And now his story of now. Yeah. And it involves Mando is yeah. in that story. And in a regular book, if reading a book, there might be a chapter or two that jumps outside the main story and goes and tells the story of another character. Yeah. And then brings that person into this story. So that's um, what they're doing. It's just, I, I think it's just a different. Right way of storytelling that people aren't used to in live action storytelling it's more of a cartoon storytelling which is what dave filoni comes from so i, I think, think that's... people need to let go of the title and realize yeah. star wars is all encompassing it's a whole universe yeah. they're intertwining characters yeah. and that just because the name is that doesn't mean we can't see other characters well, like, like my thing is i think it's people can call it like oh why aren't there's called mandalorian season three so if they called it mandalorian season three you'd have been complaining that the first four or five episodes were Was just all, about Boba right exactly and they weren't about mando so yes. and they know they can't they cannot give us mando without showing what happened yes. after that season because it yeah. would make no sense yeah it wouldn't. It would make no yeah. sense. Yeah, because Mando season three is not even going to do with this. Like, this is still setting him up for Mando season three. That's what this yeah. is for. Yeah. It's like, here's what happened to him after last season ended. We're going to get you from that to the next storyline, which is going to be season three. Him going to Man- Mandalore and the whole story with the Black Saber, the Dark Saber, yes. and all that stuff. Yes. So I think that's what that's what we're heading towards. Yeah, I think that's I what love it. some of that in this episode. Yeah, we're gonna wrap up Boba Fett's story. I I I, I don't honestly. I I love it. I think it's a great show. I think there's been up and that it's up and downs when it comes to the book of Boba Fett itself. But hmm. with the Mando stuff is real. My favorite stuff. I think it's all coming together. I think this final episode we will see why they did what they did. Yeah. I mean, we, you already know why they did what they did, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and I think Bubba Fett works as a side character, and I think that he fits in this world well. Um, I think, and I think, like, I even was to the point of I almost like from watching that episode, I would not be adverse to a Luke show. Yeah, I mean, the rumors are would if would, there was a Jedi Academy show where it's Luke like teaching new Jedi. I I, I think they can. They, the technology. They proved they can better. do it now. They don't yeah. need Mark Hamill. They, well, they don't need that. Sebastian Stan was always a rumor, but no. I, I don't think you do. I don't no. think you, you do. You can deep fake it enough now where you can get away with it. Fun, fun fact. So when they had Luke show up in the end of Mandalorian season two, 
We yeah. all complained that it was good, but it wasn't the best. Yeah. Then this guy on YouTube, he made it better. Yeah. Disney hired him. Yeah. And he's now the he's one, the one doing helping, it for this season. Helping yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Arts perfect the craft. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't think we need to recast Luke Skywalker because you're no. gonna you're gonna upset half of the fan base. Yeah. I think no matter what one, you do, someone's gonna be mad. So you just gotta just do what you gotta do. Yeah. People complain about everything, but I think. If they did, they could they can get away with it now. Yeah. I was Mark, when Luke jumped up the bamboo tree and they zoomed out and you oh, hear the music Luke, started playing. Oh my God. I wet myself. I was I don't know just, if I, I didn't wet myself, but I wet myself. Else, so. I evacuated all orifices. I was putty, <laughs> I was putty in Disney's hand. Okay. I I dude, I loved it. I loved it. I felt like a kid again. It it captured the magic. And yeah. you know what? That's awesome. I think they did a great job. I think the voice can get better. But other than that, I have no complaints. None. It was fantastic. Um, this is a 10, Mark. A 10 across the board of this episode. 10, 10, 11. You know, 11, I give it 11. I break the scale with an 11 on this episode. What about you? Oh, I will put it at. Um, oh, I know I was going to try to save it for the uh, the finale, yeah. but I'm going to give this one a ten. Yeah, because I'm assuming if this is a ten, the finale is going to be at least an eleven. Now, I have to work in the morning. I'm going to watch this episode as soon as I get home tomorrow. Yeah, I'm staying off the internet. I'm yeah. not going in my chat, our chat. I am not doing anything because I don't want anything to be spoiled. Yeah. So radio silence from tomorrow morning until I watch this episode. Because That's what last week was tough for me because I got work stuff and I got pushed back from watching it. Dude, and I'm like, early. I know. I'm in the you were texting me. The chat was blowing up. People yeah. were sending me things on Facebook. I'm like, just I can't stay away from me. Um, I am not going to say a word in the chat until I get a text from you. Yeah. Until you text me, I you watched it. I'm not going to say a word. Yeah. I'm staying off of it because yeah. I don't I plan to... like making it an early. It's going to be an early watch for me. If I, I don't think I have anything going on tomorrow. So I mean, well, I, I am could... getting my windows put in. So it won't be until after that. Well, I could wake up when I wake up at six. I could just watch it. Yeah. Ooh, Might that's. Be. You know what? That's I might, I might have it. to do that. I think when yeah. I wake up at six, I'm just going to watch it. Usually I watch the news, but I, yeah. I, I'm I just going to watch it. I break down because tomorrow we have the windows guys come between eight and 10 to put the windows in, but our new windows in, but I might just break down and tell Claire, like in the morning, I'm waking up. And the first thing I'm doing before I even do anything is going in my office and watching the finale of Book of Boba Fett and get it out of the way. So that yeah. way I don't have to yeah. avoid the world, basically. All so. right. And, and we'll be back next week. Tuesday, yes. unfortunately, we another Tuesday, yeah. and we'll and talk. Quickly, about- in more Star Wars news, yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, it was announced this week that uh, Rogue Squadron, the Patty Jenkins movie, is set for December twenty third release of next year. I would be more excited if Patty Jenkins knew how to write a good movie. She's not writing it; she's just directing. Thank God. I guess someone else is helping her write it. Oh well. Someone helped her write Wonder Woman 84 and that movie sucked. Well, so I'm not that excited. 
I mean, the first one was good. She wrote that one. No, so. she didn't write the first one. I guess she directed it. She directed totally, it. Right? Yeah. Stick so in your lane, Patty Jenkins. Don't write it, please. I guess it's. Uh, she is just directing it. She is. Uh, Matthew Robinson is writing the screenplay. Okay. She is not writing. Okay. I, She's just I, directing. I'm fine with that. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah. she literally just rewrote the first Wonder Woman movie yeah. and yeah. took place in the 80s. It was, yeah. like, uh, it, was like, it was like seeing Hangover and then seeing Hangover 2. And you're like, that was the same fucking movie. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what did you do? What? And we got a really weird Max Lord. Pedro Cheetah was horrible. It was just, it yeah. felt like a movie from the early 90s superhero. Well, I think that's what, yeah, they were trying to get. No, was, I don't think they were trying to do that. I think they just did it because they didn't know yeah. what the hell to do. Yeah. But, anyways, they weren't good so, at their yeah, so next year, another Star Wars movie in theaters. We shall see if it's good or not. Yeah, I, Rogue I, Squadron. I think, you know, TV's where it's at. I think why they should just make that a TV show. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Star Wars shines in television right now. Well, I hope see. I'm proven wrong. I yeah. hope I'm proven wrong. Yeah. All right, Mark. We should we should wrap it up. Yes. Um, we wrap it up for this week. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to watch this week. Like we said, tomorrow we got the uh, finale, Book of Boba Fett finale, and then Peacemaker. Thursday, Peacemaker episode seven, which finale is next week. Box Machia. Box Machina, three more episodes come out Friday. And I got five episodes of Cowboy to watch this week to yeah. talk about it Monday. Well, I mean, even if I don't catch, you know, Monday is going to be a big, I mean, Tuesday is going to be a big show. So, you know what? We might put a pin on that because we're going to have a lot to talk about. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll have the big book of Boba Fett and all that. And we can yeah. save Cowboy Bebop for after Peacemaker. And right. It's all done and we have nothing to talk about. So Yeah, let's make that the plan. I'm still going to watch it, but we should. We're going to have some time to kill before we actually get. Because Vox has a while. That's going to end in March. We so. say that, but uh, next week, Book of Boba Fett. Following week, and a Peacemaker. Following week is the Batman. Oh. Very excited. We'll, we'll, we'll fit in Cowboy yeah. in there. Um, yeah. So but, Cowboy Bebop will probably be the week of the 28th, that week before Batman comes out. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So Man. there's your next couple weeks planned out for you, everybody. So everyone have a good week. Enjoy yourselves. And we'll see you all back here next week. Be safe. Be good. Be kind. <laughs>